because you get up early, Jeff Sloan has to get up early to host the pre-W Smith show. And that's what you are listening to now on 760 WJR. All right. Well, uh, lots of challenges these days. Lots of challenges. The economy is imposing challenges on businesses. Uh, lots of challenges all around. And one of the more interesting things in this post-pandemic era is what's happening in the labor markets, the job markets. Such change. Are we beyond the great resignation? Is there quiet quitting going on? Is there quiet firing going on? We hear about that, too, these days. Well, all of this as a backdrop. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that's going on. Companies need great talent in order to be successful. You need great talent. In fact, you know, in my experience in entrepreneurship and business, talent is number one. It's the difference maker. The better your talent, the better your odds for success. And, um, and so one of the ways companies are sourcing great talent here in the state of Michigan, it's interesting, they're, going, they're looking to international grad students here in the state, filling at least a temporary gap, hopefully going on to becoming permanent and full-time employees of companies, making sure you got the best possible talent is the best way to ensure your company's success. And we've got an interesting story covered by Annalise Frank. She's a reporter for Axios Detroit. She's telling us about this trend now here in the state of Michigan to fill the talent gap by going to international grad students. Annalise. Yeah, so in Axios Detroit, we highlighted this report. It's from this organization called Global Detroit that uh, looks at immigrant inclusion and economic growth. And basically what this report is saying is that international students who go to Michigan universities, graduate from those universities and are looking to join the workforce, that group of people not only, you know, contributes to uh, Michigan's economy and culture in a variety of ways, but can help narrow the state's talent gap. So the report that we looked at by, again, Global Detroit, this, this local organization, it used information gleaned from the federal government to show how many international students of Michigan universities are going to work at Michigan companies after graduation. So when they graduate, who is going to stay in Michigan? Why are they going to stay in Michigan? And obviously, you know, this is making the argument that we want them to stay in Michigan. So how do we make that easier? Give me some examples. What fields? Are there common fields where these jobs are being filled by international students? So the report covers, uh, it, you know, it talks about this a little bit. There's like 800 different majors that these students that were measured during this time period that the, the report is about. You know, there's a, a bunch of different majors in there, but a lot of it is in STEM fields. So, you know, science, math, technology, like different fields where they are reporting that these students are contributing a lot to innovation at research universities when they're there. And so it's basically making the argument that this level of innovation can sort of stay in state and continue at uh, companies after they graduate. And they kind of focus their lens on this specific international student visa program. It's called Optional Practical Training. And it's, you know, it's a little bit weedsy. I don't think we need to get into it super in depth. But the point is, is that it allows graduates to stay working here for like one to three years. And sometimes a barrier for employers will be dealing with the visa process process for somebody who, who is in need of a visa assistance. But the thing is here in this specific program, the university handles the visa. So the company doesn't actually have to do it. So it's easier for them to hire these people. And that's kind of the, the specific focus of, of this report. Do we know, is there a particular areas geographically where they're from? 
just all over. So the data said there's 195 different countries that were measured here. I see. So this isn't a concentration of talent coming from a particular area or out of a particular educational system, prepping them for this kind of work and opportunity. Not reflected in, the, in this report. You know, I'm sure there are trends to that regard that we could look at separately. And is this generally viewed as a positive thing? And who sees it positively? And if there are downsides, who sees this as a negative? You know, it's definitely seen as a positive here from the perspective of Global Detroit. What they're measuring is the economic impact of these international graduates. So essentially, there's some tension here because this is not the only solution that Michigan could craft to its, you know, quote unquote, talent gap, you know, lack of of people to fill various jobs. And, you know, there's a lot of ways you can describe that, but that, you know, there's policy to be changed in terms of education systems, you know, going all the way from pre-K to university, to skilled trades, to all sorts of various things that you could talk about in terms of readying Michigan residents for jobs, um, or you can talk about from the employer perspective. So yeah, definitely not, you know, saying that hiring international recent grads is like the only solution to this problem. But it's part of the solution and it fills a need right now. We've seen between 2004 and 2016, I see a 335% jump in this type of hiring, Michigan companies hiring these international students. So clearly it's a trend that is in vogue to say the least. The ultimate goal is to keep these people here in the state of Michigan. Do we know anything about how many of them transition to full-time employment? So 60% of the students on this specific visa stayed in state after coming from Michigan colleges. So it's a pretty high percentage for this specific visa program. And obviously, you know, the numbers might be different if you look at other programs and other methods of, of staying here. I mean, this is the specific program that they looked at, but it's kind of a stand in for the larger argument that they're trying to make here. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, there's an argument to be made that this is successful and could continue to be successful if 60 percent are choosing to stay in state. Something that we talked about in the story is sort of how they got this data. And, and you know, you mentioned the data period is 2004 to 2016. That's the data they were able to obtain for this. But obviously, we should look at more recent figures, right? 2016 is like almost a decade ago by now. So I'd be interested to see how much more of an increase, obviously, the pandemic's going to affect that as well. You know, be interesting to see what we would see there. Really interesting. You know, so much dynamic change in the labor market these days, just another trend emerging. And as you say, no doubt, when we look at more recent data, the pandemic should have a very, very interesting impact on all this. If you do find out, let us know. We'd love to have you back. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely. All right. Annalise Frank, reporter for Axios Detroit, joining us today, bringing us this story. We appreciate you being on with us. We're going to head to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 